This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I welcome back Deborah Harrell. Deborah is the Overseas Educational Advisor for the missions agency called Surge. She's also an award-winning author and has written many books. The most recent is called What's Up? Discovering the Gospel, Jesus, and Who You Really Are. Deborah, welcome back to In the Word on the Go. Thanks, Champ. It's great to be back. So what verse do you have in mind that you want to share with us today? Sure. John 1, 12. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So if you were to put this verse in your own words, so we can hear it from another angle, what would you say? Well, I think really because I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I am now right before God, back in relationship. By this act of faith in God, I am now God's child, an heir. All right, so I want to read it again. I'm going to read it out of the Christian Standard Bible just to give another perspective as well. Before I do that, what do we need to know by way of any kind of background for this verse? Well, I think this verse really centers around adoption because we are now once again in relationship with God. We now have the privileges of being children of the King. His unending love for us as his children, we receive care. Everything that happens will work for our good. He speaks to us through the Bible and lets us speak to him through prayer. We will live in his house forever. We are heirs, receiving everything for our good from him. Okay, so I'm going to read it. This is John 1, 12. It says this, But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God, to those who believe in his name. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, Deborah, if you were to explain this verse to a 10-year-old, what would you say? Well, as teachers and parents, I think we need to understand we represent a greater, wiser, more powerful father who we can turn to for direction. And so how it help a child understand that is one of the tools that we use in the What's Up curriculum is the gospel glasses. And so let's say you have a younger son. One day he shares with you that he feels bad about himself because his older brother is better at everything. Sports, school is well-liked. And the younger brother struggles. He's not good at sports. He gets in trouble a lot. He feels like he has to lie or hide his sin. And therefore, he feels bad about himself because he's comparing his worth to someone else. And so when we put on our gospel glasses, we ask the question, what do we know about God? Well, just by speaking, God created the world. All that's in it, God is powerful. He's caring. He's giving. He's loving. Well, what do we know about Jesus? Jesus is a loving king, willing to die for his people, willing to die for you, his child. What do we know about who you are? Well, you're an image bearer. Your value is not based on what your brother can do. God loves you and sent his son to rescue you because he loves and values you, his child. Hmm. And so we can really encourage this little guy 
with the hope of who he is in Jesus, a beloved child of the living God. Boy, it just provides perspective on what's real, and we need that. Oh, yes. Um, we see that through social media, you know, our, our teenage children, uh, you know, where they continually seek identity in so many other places. And so often when they're struggling, again, put on those gospel glasses. What does this struggle look like mm-hmm. through the lens of your faith? As a child of the living God, you know, what hope do you have? What care do you have? And you can be reminded again and again of who you are as a child, living as a child of the King. Because this is what the verse says, for those who received him, who believed on his name, he gave them the right to be children of God. That's who we are. Yeah. So how has this verse affected you, Deborah, on a heart level? Well, I think no matter what happens, good or bad in my life, my father will always be my father. His love for me is unwavering, even when Sometimes I'm a rebellious child. He always moves towards me in love. You know, isn't that amazing? Right. So what does this verse motivate us to do differently? Well, again, I think to remember that I am a loved child of the living God. When I worry or I'm anxious or question, will I fit in or will I be okay? I can remember and have the confidence in my heavenly father. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And that was Hebrews 4.16. It's another one of those verses that really tie into this. Yeah, because when we know that we are beloved children of God, then we have confidence to go to our Father. Right. My kids have no problem running into the room where I am (laughs) and climbing into my chair with me, even when I'm working on something else. Yeah. They have no fear. Because you're their father and they can go to you anytime with that confidence, knowing that you're going to care for them, love them. Yeah. So what does this verse teach us then about what our God is like? Well, again, when we look at, you know, reminded through John 1, 12, that we have the rights of God's children. We can find rest in that and know that our infinite value and true identity is in Christ. And again, those questions, what do we know about God? What do we know about Jesus? What do we know about who we are? You know, again, you are an image bearer. Your value is not based on what others can do, but God loves you and sent his son to rescue you because he loves and values you, his beloved child. Yeah, that's just amazing. Yeah. So what's a good question that we can leave our listeners with to think about and to discuss further? Yeah. Well, living as a child of God, really, this is a concept kids and adults can really resonate with. So what does it look like to live as a child of a king? Hmm. And so when you think about that, really, what does it really look like? Yeah, that's a thought-provoking question. Yeah. Deborah, it's been great to have you with us again today. Can you close our time praying this verse for us? Yes, I'd be happy to. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you that you call us your beloved children. Forgive us when we're still tempted to believe there is something we can do to make you love us. Help us to remember as your children, you care and protect us. Thank you, Father, that we are your heirs to the kingdom. You love and accept us. and We share your name and reputation. God, and though we often pray to change our outward circumstances, Father, I pray that you would change our hearts, that we would always look to you, that we would cast our cares and anxieties on you, and our hearts would be restored, would resonate um, to see the kind Father that you are. And we just praise you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. 
This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.